welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. to join me, your host, Wise Willie, on UVC Radio every Wednesday, commencing at noon until 3 p.m. Eastern for a new program entitled Meet Me at the Classics. Here you will be treated to three hours of inspiring music to refresh and invigorate you. So stay tuned and join me. See you at the Classics. In this episode of Vision Scope, you're going to hear a very interesting feature. It is a program which was aired on UVC radio on the talk show, Tell It Like It Is. In that program, King Rocco, Gavin Gopi and I had the pleasure of interviewing Andrew Dennis, Miss, a.k.a. Miss Pearlie's grandson. Andrew is an educator with over 20 years experience and he talked to us about migrating to the United Kingdom and the challenges posed. And then he went on to discuss migration to the United States and some coping strategies used by the family in caring for their nine-year-old daughter who has special needs. So sit back and listen and, you know, see what you can glean from it. We have a special guest in the studio today. He is Andrew Dennis, and he says, nobody don't know him by that name, but if we say this <laughs> Pearlie's grandson, everybody yes. will know. And there's no apostrophe S, it's it's Jamaican, so it's Miss Pearlie's grandson. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's Miss Pearlie? Is, like, is, is this like a like a thing that you guys normally use in Jamaica for Miss Pearlie? Who's, who, who's Miss Pearlie? What is that? Miss Pearlie is only the author and the finisher. Oh, person I everybody knows now as Andrew Dennis. She was a person who assumed the role of both parents at a very critical point in my life. And so most of the things that I've learned came directly from her, you know, and so I pay homage to her, you know, on my TikTok page, um, you know, in, in, in most of what I do. She is somewhat similar to Miss Lou's Auntie Rochi. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this this might be a little foreign to Rocco because, um, you know, my guest, my um, producer down in St. Lucia is Rocco, King Rocco. And I'm ah. in Jamaica, right? Ah. So I am Jamaican. He's St. Lucia. I don't think he knows much about Miss Lou, not as much as I would know. But, but to, to us... Miss Lou is an icon. 
Absolutely. And Miss Lou, when she's writing, when she used to write her commentaries, she would always say, according to my Auntie Rochi, or Auntie Rochi says, mm -hmm. you know, so I can I can identify with Miss Pearlie. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Andrew, tell us, who is Andrew Dennis? Ah, it depends on who is asking. <laughs> I like how I am asking now. <laughs> I must say it depends on who is asking, because if, if it's a pastor that's asking, I'd probably say Andrew Dennis is a saved and sanctified brother in the Lord. Okay. You know, well, but if, if it's... But if that, it's would a, go, that would go with me, but our listeners wouldn't be need a little more. Right. And, and if, it is a, if it is a professor who is asking, I'd say Andrew Dennis is a holder of a master's degree in education and is currently looking at a job, you know. You know that is, a that lady, is not that is what a... I'm looking for, but, <laughs> but I would accept that and I it totally truly, respect that. <laughs> it truly depends on who is asking. But Andrew is a simple guy from Jamaica yeah. who loves where he's from and loves talking about where he's from. Mm -hmm. Andrew is an educator, you know, by professor who loves um, inculcating change in children mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. like to see that happen. And, and Andrew is also somebody who is very passionate, you know. Mm -hmm. And so um, by virtue of the fact that I happen to have uh, about 20 years uh, experience in education, you know, I, and I've experienced certain things, you know, happen to teachers, then I inevitably... Um, I'm, I'm an advocate for teachers, especially in Jamaica, but I speak on the behalf of teachers right across the free. How long ago since you left Jamaica? I left Jamaica in 2015 to teach in the United Kingdom. Okay. And um, you, you, so you went to the United Kingdom. What made you do the transition from UK to US? I transitioned to the United States because I have a special needs daughter. Okay. And at the time, well, first of all, we underestimate um, the kind of backbone, the kind of fabric that is required to, mm. to up and make a, a, a change from one location to another that oh, yeah. has a completely different culture altogether. It's almost night and day. Mm. You know, um, growing up in Jamaica, people feel as though you know, there's a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And once you, 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 you hop onto a plane and you disembark at a particular place, you are at that land, you know. Mm -hmm. And so you don't expect to go there and, and, and have any teething pains. And you don't expect to go there and not like it. So you, you have know? to go search for the pipeline when you get there. Right. But, but, but that is not something that was said to us. We got the impression that once you were fortunate enough, to make it there, then then suddenly all your all trouble be well. becomes history. All will be well. Mm -hmm. You know, when I went to England, I wasn't particularly uh, a big fan after I got to know the place and I got mm -hmm. to know the students and how they respond to minorities. I, I wasn't a big fan. But I think the straw that brought the camel back for me was when I applied because my wife and I went across without our child at the time. We were going into the unknown and we never necessarily wanted to take her into that with us. We wanted to go and to familiarize ourselves, you know, and then have her come across. And so we did that. When we applied for her to come, they denied her visa on the basis of she does not have enough money. <laughs> although although she's... she's... Although, Although she's she coming was then, to her parents, she was coming to her parents. So she was a two-year-old baby, you know. And so um, I thought to myself, I'm not crazy about England anyway, you mm. know. I, I at the time there was a, a dire need for teachers, as there is now. Um, and and so I thought to myself, it is unreasonable to ask me to be here taking care of your children. But you do not see it fit to allow my one child to be mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to apply to the United States to come across to teach. I knew that Jamaica was not an option, so to mm -hmm. speak. It was, it was a last resort, mm -hmm. albeit it is home. It was a last resort because by then I knew that my child 
would have had certain developmental um, issues as it mm-hmm. were and that Jamaica was not yet and still is not positioned to adequately cater to the needs of those people, adequately and affordably cater to the needs of those people. And so I thought that I needed to be in a place where she could be adequately accommodated. What's the nature, what's the nature of her um, disability? disability? Mm. My child is cerebral palsy. She was born um, premature. So she was born okay. at seven months. And for a while, I thought we will, mom and I thought that that would, was the, um, the, the real reason behind her quote unquote issues. But mm-hmm. it was afterwards that we were reviewing, you know, the whole process, what we went through and all of that. And mm-hmm. um, we came across um, documentation to say that there was a blood transfusion done because she had jaundice. Okay. Um, in her very early days while she was mm. in the IUC. And mm. so um coming out of that that um, could have caused it. Yes, that could have caused they say some damage to the brain. And so mm. uh now she's nine. Um I would say she is severely developmentally delayed, mm. although that is a highly subjective term. Yes. But um, she she is not independent at all. You know, we we um we feed her and we mm. we 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 she wears diapers. You know, um, we have to move her from point A to point B. For the most part, she does push around on her own. Um, mm. and go from one room to the next. She's able to climb up onto a bed and climb down by herself or she's able to climb up into the coach and and Mm. so on by herself but in terms of even assuming the creeping position to move on her hands and knees she's unable to do that so she's moving on her belly she pulls she almost does the soldier crawl type mm. of movement um type of thing so she needs to be cared for so she absolutely needs to be cared for Mm. and um Therefore, you need the kind of environment that is going to ensure that she gets that kind of care and support that is required. Absolutely. And, and um, in Jamaica, it's possible to get it, but it's going to be so expensive. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? It is going to be expensive. And, um, and, and to some extent inaccessible too because even if you are able to afford it most Mm. of what it is that you'd be interested in would be happening in the city so for somebody like me who was based in manchester you know affordability would be one thing but accessibility Accessibility, um, otherwise would be would be another situation so true so true true. um so how how do you how do you cope these days her mom works Mom works. She has. She didn't work for quite some time because, as you can imagine, this child does take quite a bit of attention. You know, um, she she does require someone to care for her. You know, like you say, on a full time basis, mm-hmm. you your eyes have to almost always be on her. On so, her. For, but 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 when I came across to the United States, I came across on a J one visa um, as a teacher. Yes. Uh, as I came on a program, my wife was uh, was also a teacher at the time, but okay. um, she was on a J two visa, mm. and somehow the the system did not. And I, I say it that way because nothing changed over time except that she may have been fortunate enough to speak to the right person mm-hmm. because her qualification did not change. Um, nothing changed. But when we just came across, we, we, we searched everywhere, high and low, trying to find out who we can speak to at the State Department, in the Department of Education, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. to get her sorted and situated in a teaching role because South Carolina needed teachers and still do today. And she's a science teacher. Okay, but somehow it just did not work out for her to start teaching until probably about three and a half to four years after I've been here. Mm. But for the better part of that time, she spent it looking uh, about our child, and and my my daughter would have gone through quite a few different um phases in her life, and there was a time when sleeping was sleeping in the night was just something that did not happen for mm. her. 
um, yes. it just seemed as though her circadian rhythm was off. So she would have mm-hmm. slept um, in the daytime and then she would have been up in the nights, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. So mm-hmm. we just considered it to be, you know, all things working together for good. Yes. Because by the time we got her uh, going to school, you know, and, and so on and, 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 and have her in a particular routine, it then became easier for her because she she was stimulated in the days as it mm-hmm. were you know there's there's school there are mm-hmm. classmates and there is you know therapy different types of therapists all the therapy all the therapeutic things are available to her absolutely mm-hmm. you know and then you know the bus the school bus picks her up and drops her off and she has that routine you know okay. and so because there was so much stimulation in the days mm-hmm. then she came home in the evening start and so that kind of sort of helped her to get into a rhythm of sleeping in to the night sleeping so, pattern absolutely mm-hmm. so it was so after we we got to that point and and like i said my wife happened to speak to the right person then um then you know she got situated and so we were now able to teach as as it turns out my mom (laughs) came Mm. across you know um how convenient how absolutely convenient right that's why i say all the time there must be a god somewhere there must be a power that is controlling oh well i I don't i don't (laughs) question i don't question that there is you know there has to be a power that comes so my mom in the midst of all of this my mom was being filed for you know Mm. by by an elder sibling when she Mm. came to the united states it was was more convenient for her to be with me than for her mm. to be with him and so she mm. came to stay with me and mm. you know it just works out that she was there to offer that support when my wife got a job and yes. there at the house to get the child off the bus when she came home in the afternoons yes. and all of that good stuff and she was yeah. able to find employment that we could coordinate her employment and her earning with our employment and our earning and my daughter's pick up and drop off and everything is just going on right now like a nice symphony it lends lends for development absolutely absolutely (laughs) Um, so I mean how was that transition for you I mean coming out from Jamaica uh, and then moving into the United States I mean a total different culture you have a daughter with a disability your wife things are not working the way that you know you would really like it to be I mean how, how was that moment like in your life well, truthfully, the transition was one that went on for quite some time because I think when I went to the United Kingdom, we stayed in transition for the time that we were there because we were there for just under two years. And mm. for that period, we did not get used to it. And then in the middle of that transition, we came across to this one. Interestingly, um, the, 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 the U.S. experience kind of sort of lightened the blow a little bit because of the disparity in culture is Mm -hmm. not as wide between Jamaica Mm -hmm. and the UK and Jamaica and the United States. You know, Mm -hmm. Jamaica gets most of its entertainment from the United States by cable TV. Mm -hmm. And so you would have already been familiar with the the landscape kind of thing. And so when we came across, you know, adjustment wasn't very hard. You know, we were familiar with the food. We were familiar Mm -hmm. with the music. We were familiar with the movement. We were familiar with the, you know, the what the schools would look like just by virtue of watching Mm -hmm. You know, but stuff you on TV type of thing. You yes, it was a more it was a more familiar um situation. So right. Speak. And then when right. I was in the United Kingdom, the majority of my students were were white British kids. Mm-hmm. And then when I came across to the United States, the majority of my students are African Americans. African Americans. So just mm-hmm. by virtue of the fact, you know, we are better able to communicate. You know, there are less communication barriers. So is, it a, is it a situation of the conservancy of the UK and the US was a little bit more dynamic? Um, it was, a, was, it was more like a, like a culture shock thing kind of to you when you go to England. You know, most British people are quite laid back and more conservative compared to the United States where people are a little bit more open and a little bit more dynamic and diverse. Was it a situation like that? Um, it, was, it was less of that and more of it was a culture shock because of how different it was. I think that's what it is. Um, so, so when we went to the United Kingdom, you know, bright-eyed, bushy tail, like I said, you know, the general um, 
idea in Jamaica is that once you go to any of these places, then you are fine. You know, nobody's thinking about mm, the mm, idea certainly of... Certainly not true. No, nobody's thinking about the fact that the soda don't taste the same and there's no patty, you know, and, and KFC yes. is not the same and that kind of... Like, you don't think about those things. KFC. You don't think about... KFC is enough but flat. Enough but flat. Can I tell you? And, and then <laughs> when you get to the United Kingdom, even here in the States, but, yeah. but to a less extent, but when you get to the United Kingdom, it is it, there are certain things in Jamaica that you never ever thought about. That by the time you get to the UK, those are the things that now begin to resonate with you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so when you get up in the morning in Jamaica, you make a cup of tea and you go to do mm -hmm. And you hear birds that chirp and the sunshine yes. just uh, meet you. And, yes. you know, you yes. have one bumper key and you have few yes. fresh fruits. Because I didn't know the meaning of the word organic in the true sense until I moved into a first world country. Yes. So I didn't get to appreciate going down into the banana walk and cutting down a banana and go back up, go boil it with some salt mac never appreciate that fright done with some you know garlic yeah. and onion yeah, and, and, onion. and so right right in <laughs> my backyard you, you know you don't appreciate those things you know appreciate yeah. being able to go outside and broke up piece of mint and wash mm. off his same place at the tank side and come in concentrating a pattern so on and so forth and so it is a different <laughs> <laughs> it was very very different yeah. you know it was very gray you know it, it's it's england is like a, a, a a perpetual overcast day. Mm. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. You mm. know, and and so that in and of itself was was something that was a whole readjustment. That and not needed, to mention, not to mention the temperature itself. Oh, absolutely. And the, the <laughs> temperature itself, and and the fact of people not not having a personal transportation culture per se. So mm. so really good transport public transportation system where the bus run at a particular time and you can bet your bottom dollar almost that they're going to be there but mm -hmm. that doesn't dispel the fact that you have to put your hoodie on and walk to the bus stop sometime in the rain you know mm -hmm. what i mean and so and so even even that because you, you sell your vehicle because uh, uh, you got a better place now you know you're, you're heading to a place that is that is Transport, <laughs> where transportation is plentiful so you sell your vehicle in Jamaica. You're 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 accustomed to just sitting down in your car and just going where you want to go, doing what you want to do. And now you're at a place where you have to be standing at the bus stop, you know, almost like a turkey in your shell, you know, mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to stay warm enough until the bus actually mm -hmm. gets there. It was a different thing. And so when I came across to the United States and I was able to own a vehicle because transportation here in the South is not as reliable. Right. Yes, yeah, as in the, yeah, as in the uh, Eastern state. Type of thing. Eastern, yeah, Eastern US. Yeah. So you have, you have a vehicle and even that just brought me back closer to my, my, how it feels to be, to be home. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you know, so, so, so the transition back to the, the transition to the united states was easier because of how difficult the transition to the uk was uh, andrew <laughs> andrew where, where is miss pearly now miss Pre let me tell you something i miss Pre you know it's it's not good we've been taught to liken anybody to jesus christ because jesus was the ultimate sacrifice right yeah, yeah. but miss pearly i can't i ascribe her to being like jesus because she made the ultimate sacrifice it's almost as though she gave me everything that she had to give and mm -hmm. just as i got to the point where i'm now supposed to start giving back to her she died she transitioned Yes. Oh, so no. so I left. I, I I let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mr. Williams. Mm. I, I I came up with this lady. I came up with this woman. You know, mm. I left her for a while and I went mm. to live in Portmore, but in spite of the running water and the electricity and the mm. lights mm. and the mm. you know the burglar bar and mm. all of it. <laughs> you can't the, forget Miss Pearlie. Saint Elizabeth was just 
bellowing out my name and so I had to make my way back one early morning for a, um, a, a Toyota Hayes mm. minibus. Mm. You know, and I had to go back to carrying the water on my head and I had to go back to, you know, sweeping the floor with the ballad broom and all mm. of that. It was just a lifestyle that I had gotten used to. But she sacrificed so much. Mm-hmm. You know, she go market, you know, and she raised mm-hmm. goat and she raised pig and she raised cow and every little thing she do, she makes sure she may have one little crop side, you and know, and she, she and she was mother and father. She was mother and father. I knew mm. my parents and I yes. spent time with my parents. But in terms of a full time, somebody mm. who make it them point a duty, fit mm. deposit, she, she was that person. She was and a nurturer. So, absolutely. And so I went to teacher's college in 2000 in Mandeville. You know, I graduated in 2003. Um, May, I got a job in at St. Elizabeth Technical, you know, mm. September 2003. And mm. just when me supposed to position myself, you know, to start to make sure I so wash her foot, mm-hmm. you know, and put pillar on her back, catch her mm-hmm. up. Miss mm-hmm. Pearly just said, All right, my Ms. job here is done. Uh, you know, Nana McPhee, when you want me, when you need me, but do not want me, then I shall stay. When you want me, but do not need me. Then I shall go. That was Miss Pearly. So Miss Pearly, so Miss Pearly made her exit. She did. And that and left so now you, I feel the need. That left you with a void. And it left me with one responsibility, Mr. Williams. Yes. Because yes. now I feel the need to yes. perpetuate mm-hmm. the joy that I experienced. Mm-hmm. I want to call it mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I feel the need to perpetuate that joy. Mm-hmm. But I also feel the need because, as you said, there is a void, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the void is that at this point in my life, I am supposed to be helping mm-hmm. her. But mm-hmm. she's not here. And so I suddenly you now feel the, feel the need to help others like her. Mm-hmm. And so, as, so deep down inside, there is a call. I, I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. but there is a call to establish a non-profit organization, Miss mm-hmm. Pearly Grand Fund, in her honor, you know, yes, and, yes, and one where I can contribute to people like her, you know, mm-hmm. grandparents. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I would have inevitably have an arm for special needs kids mm-hmm. just by virtue of the fact that that is my current reality. I want to ask you a question. I don't know if you have given it any thought. Do you see a relationship in your own personality between Miss Pearlie and your daughter? Uh, what I'm trying to get to is yeah. that the same way that Miss Pearlie cared for you, you end up now having to care for your daughter. In that kind of way, do you wait, see a relation? Wait on her, wait on her hands and feet. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the connection? Absolutely, absolutely. And do you see the level of preparation that you went through? Absolutely, absolutely. Because life, life is amazing, you know. I mean, we we sometimes don't think about it, but we are prepared for inevitable, the inevitable. Absolutely. Hmm? And we sometimes don't give it a thought, but trust me, it's it, it's there. It's loom, it looms large. But let's go back to the question that I had posed before the break. Can you tell us somewhat about what life is like in one of these residential care facilities, the one your daughter is in? What give us a give us a, a glimpse? Okay, so my, my child attends a public school. It's it's not a it's not a it's not a, a facility that is built specifically for her. It's a faci- it's a it's a public school that she attends. Okay, it's a regular public school. Regular public school, but they, they cater to children. Um they cater with to children needs. like her with special needs in, inside mm-hmm. that school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so um, so, so typically, um, typically the, 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 um, the regular children would have their regular curriculum per se. Mm-hmm. My child would have her, um, her 
therapy. So um, physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, and, and they get to do the, the kinesthetics and they get to use different types of technology, you mm-hmm. know, eye um, gaze technology and all of that. She mm-hmm. get to interact with other kids like her. She get to, you know, do her little PE, you know, that type of thing. And without fail, the school bus picks her up, up every morning. Yes. Um, she she rides the bus in a specific kind of chair, and we were furnished with one of those because we are new to the United States and we don't have Medicaid and all of those types of things. And so, so um, so we don't qualify for those things. But but God has strategically placed people, you know, to 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 help us out. And so mm. even the chair that she uses at the moment. Um, the chair has Clara written on it because <laughs> we, it was we, originally we, belonging to Clara. Was or, oh, wow. Clara. How, how old is your daughter right now, if you mind me interject? How old is your daughter right now? She's nine. She turned nine on the 19th of October. Hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, she's a liberal just like me. Big her up, man. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, she, 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 she gets all of that. And, mm-hmm. and, and her school day is a standard school day, you know, where they have, you know, different activities at different times. And, mm-hmm. and, and when she comes in the evenings, she's tired, you know, mm-hmm. because of the different things that she she's does. She's occupied the of the all day. Because mm-hmm. she's been occupied all day. And so this is a child who would not sleep in the night, who is now at a point where she's going to bed, you know, at... Uh, nine o'clock in the night mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. she sleeps through the night if she even gets up in the night it's for a short time mm-hmm. maybe a half an hour to an hour but she she goes back she to goes sleep, back and, to sleep. Um, and, and and that that trust me is night and day compared to where she's coming from mm-hmm. 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 Um, do you have to pay for any of these services I don't pay for any of these services. I don't pay for the school bus to pick her up and drop her off. I don't pay for any of the the, um, the therapy that she receives at school. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I get stuff from the school. So I get changing pads and diapers and so on. Um, we do purchase, but I feel like we purchase because we want to, because mm-hmm. the teacher has literally said to us, I have these things coming out of my nose. And so... If you ever run out, please let us know. And so they constantly, based on their estimation of her need or mm. our need, they constantly send these things home to us. And we don't pay for any of these things. Amazing. You 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 can't you can't leave South Carolina. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. So when when them beat me bad, yeah. when them beat because understand, Mr. Williams, that yeah. the difficulty for me is that before I left Jamaica, I transitioned to tertiary. Yes. So before yes. I left Jamaica, I was working um, at yes. Portmore Community College, and I was okay. I was there for for over two years, mm-hmm. um, teaching Cape Biology and Environmental Science, and I was also teaching um, research there, um, bachelor's people, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was I was by then interacting with adults. So mm-hmm. the transition back to teaching first and second form students was mm. has been and still is you know a bit difficult for me you know and so it's a daily struggle if i am to be honest you know and and mm. so sometimes when they when they rub me the wrong way i tell them you need to address a letter to my daughter and you need to say hello miss troy dennis thank you because <laughs> trust and believe on multiple occasions the way you, you know, would behave some, she I would that. not behave, not behave, <laughs> Mr. Williams. I would have been out of here a long time ago because understand that traveling to a country to work when you are um, from a place like Jamaica, yes. it takes a while for I them know. to see your value yes. and your worth. And mm. while you wait, you know, it's mm. a lot that you have to put up, you mm. know. And so mm-hmm. um, it's, it's difficult Mm-hmm. When you would have been working at a particular level mm-hmm. at in your country, it's very, very difficult to go to a first world country and almost be a quote unquote bottom feeder. Mm-hmm. Are there any you more know? are there any more children? There is no more yet. Okay. And and the plan is that we will have more kids biologically, but should that not that not actually happen, we are very open to the idea of adopting or fostering. Okay. But because I know some people would 
some people would be fearful having one. They say, boy, you know, I have to think twice. Listen, that, fear, that is, the, 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 what, what does the word say? That God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. That's precisely you, what we're talking about. If you were to live your life previous, based on yeah. fear, you would not even leave the house in the days. Because there is so much, in the grand scheme of things, there is so much that's happening in the world right now that there is so much to be fearful of. You know mm. what I mean? Um, mm. Even the world of microbiology that people mm. don't even, are not aware of because we're here in a heart and a leaf, right? Mm. So, 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 so if, if, you, if you don't see it, it's not so true. it doesn't feel like a threat mm-hmm. to you. And that is the reason why in the midst of a pandemic with, pandemic with thousands of people dying, People were not phased because somehow something that you cannot see is just not as threatening as probably a pit bull charging that's, towards you. That's so true. the world of microbiology is a very, very scary world. You know, touching mm. a doorknob, sometimes you would not begin to imagine, you know, what is going on on it. But you open the door, you push it and you're going and then you go inside and you bite your fingernail and carry on with the day as <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, you know, you, you know, Andrew, we we all go through this where we 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 don't we don't express fear but deep down it is there and that is why i asked the question because some people plan based upon fear that's a bad thing you know but many many people do it absolutely but but i want to tell you something we 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 actually tried um Mm -hmm since then and it it kind of started it catch but it never stay mm-hmm. you know because um development was taking place but but it, it had not yet made its way into the uterus and so development was happening in the fallopian tube and so we had to terminate you know the okay yes, yes. type thing and and um and that in and of itself was a miracle because at the point when we found out, you know, we had to have, have an emergency procedure done mm. to kind of start a slow cell growth and that kind of thing. And so, but even, even that has not necessarily, it's a scary world. The way you go do, you can't get up, live your life based on, you know, the things that, you know, spur fear in you. You have to just, you know, have to just you, have, you have to live, you have to live and enjoy enjoy your corner of the world that's the only way that's the only way you can achieve anything absolutely um, well tell us a little bit now about your sphere of writing um how often do you write and what are some of the topics you cover and all of that what's interesting is that i I do more thinking than I do writing at the moment. And that there, there are a lot of people even on TikTok that really want to smack me on the wrist because every a lot of people comment under the things I post to say, where is the book? When is the book going to be written? That type of thing. And I am yet to publish one, you know, um, I, I'm I'm not I'm not writing yet. But I think I feel like I want to get to a point where when I write a book, I know that it is going to is going to do what it is supposed to do, mm-hmm. and and so there are certain preliminary things that I still think need to be in place, um, including but not limited to a, a PhD program that I'm currently pursuing that I'd love to see. Um, I I like yes. to actually get that in hand, you know, before mm-hmm. I because you know, so you, if you if you if you publish something. Uh, you're, you're a regular dog. Not mm. me and a happen, but if you happen to be Dr. Dog. You Dr. Know. Dog, you, you get recognition. <laughs> you get, you get little recognition <laughs> as somebody somewhere see you, you know, yeah. type of thing. And so I think that timing, timing yeah. has a timing lot to do with it. It's of the essence. Um, yes. It's of the essence. But mm. the good thing about, um, the good thing about having a platform such as TikTok is that a lot of times we are writing though we are not writing because mm-hmm. uh, an audiovisual presentation is, 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 is writing in the form of an audiovisual presentation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so even mm-hmm. if I wanted to go back and do excerpts from my different presentations in the form of a book or if I wanted to expound on topics that you I had some, introduced, some I could easily use. Yes, I could easily use that. And so and so that offers that. Not only that, but if I get into something like podcasting, which is mm. something I'm trying to do now, that in and of itself is just as rich as a book experience. Mm. 
and so um that that's something i'm thinking about uh, as well so it's i i do more thinking and speaking than i do actual putting things down on paper i'm not at the point where i'm writing as much as yet one of the things that um you know you need to to know also is that this interview will be edited and will eventually be used as a podcast uh, because i do i do a pod, i do a weekly podcast ah <laughs> so ah, that will know. work that will work that will work <laughs> yes yeah, so um sir will let me ask a question to to mm -hmm. to 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 andrew here andrew as it regards because sir will mention the fact that you you know asked about writing and stuff my question to you is how 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 did you get into the point of using to what what was the thought process of going what was the thought process with you actually going through, you know, you know, TikTok and what led you to, um, you know, wanting to use TikTok instead of maybe a Facebook or using a YouTube channel? You know, why, why, why TikTok and what was the thought process like for you? Um, it, Gavin, it was more purpose. It was more purpose than anything else because I am one of those old school type of people and um I didn't I I I stopped at Instagram when it comes on to social media because I feel like I feel like um I, I, I didn't consider anything at all that came along after Instagram to be age appropriate, you know. Mm. And you know that Facebook is where the geriatrics hand um hang out. So yeah, speak. like me. Yeah. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I was I was with yeah. Facebook for a very, very, very long time. And you then don't... Instagram came along. For a very long time, I was not I was not able to assimilate. I, I didn't understand Instagram. I can't, I still I, don't understand Instagram. I never understand just taking a picture and posting it. And for what? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. That is so true, but it's the trend of the day. Exactly, yeah. I, but 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 that is the thing. I'm not necessarily a trend of the kind of person. If but I were TikTok, to go back to my TikTok, best time, TikTok is even worse. Exactly, it is, and that is what mm -hmm. I'm saying to you. It's, it's. I think it's more purpose than anything else because I wasn't necessarily interested mm -hmm. in TikTok per se, but I was always speaking on different topics on Instagram. But for one reason or the other, I did not necessarily get the traction on Instagram, but I wasn't mm. necessarily pushing an agenda either. Mm. You know, it, I didn't understand why some people had tens of right. thousands of followers and how they actually get got to that point. Mm. You know, I had my little 800 and I say what I had to say and I me, went about me, my business. Me too. Yeah, you know, number. and then somebody said to me, you know, you are always giving these nuggets. TikTok would be good for you. You know, type of thing, and 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 I, I, you know, I didn't go there for a long time because I didn't consider Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, mm -hmm. or any of those things mm -hmm. to be anything up my alley. I'm forty; I don't have time. You know, type mm -hmm. of thing, and and my sister convinced me to say it's free, and you never know what it holds. Just download it, and the same thing that you would have said on Instagram, say it. It's like it's and like I, I downloaded I still... it. I still don't see the need for LinkedIn. Me either. I, I think I think it, it, it has its place. To be honest with you, uh, with with a Facebook thing, um, you know, this is one of the things. You see, for us, per, um, really and truly, decided to say, you know, let, let's go the YouTube way because Facebook has gotten, boy, I don't know what to say. It's like a pain in the butt. I mean, they monitor you every single thing you post on Facebook. They scrutinize you them days. And mm -hmm. that is the reason why TikTok now has uh, more people um, scrolling on it than even people scrolling on Google. They are the number one platform being mm -hmm. accessed by people across the world on a daily basis. And it's for the simple reason that the algorithm on TikTok is not nearly as difficult as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, any of those things. I tell mm -hmm. people all the time, it's the same me. I did not fabricate a personality and take it over to TikTok and say, let me see how much I could market this and get it to sell. Join me on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern or 9 a.m. Central and Jamaica time for a program entitled 
the breakfast show. In this show, you will be treated to two hours of music that you love, plus a news wrap and several interesting features. So join me every Tuesday and let's have breakfast together. The link is United Vision Connect, one word, dot org forward slash radio. Once again, United Vision Connect dot org forward slash radio. If you have any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is N-O-R-W-I-L-L number 2 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams Jr.